0: I'm JD. Uh, I'm Jason. So, um, as you may know, there's no new episode of The Walking Dead yet. We're still Which too- is killing us. <laughs> We're still two weeks away. So, let's touch on a couple things that we talked yeah. about last week. Um, we got a little bit of feedback, we didn't get a lot of feedback. So we'd like some more feedback. Damn it, we're going to change that. <laughs> we'd like for you guys to to get back with us. I mean, we we had some people who were in favor, some people who were opposed, and that's fine. We would just, while we still have some time before the season starts, and to recap what it is, we're thinking about doing some more, I'm trying to think of a
1: word. More platforms.
0: Yeah, more platforms, more interaction with you guys. Um, Doing some Twitch, doing some YouTube, doing some live streams after the episodes to get first reaction from you guys but point that maybe we didn't stress enough is the podcast is not going to change we're still going to do the weekly podcast and we're still going to record that on Monday nights release them on Tuesdays that's always going to be the case
1: which is the best part because only more work for us yeah
0: (laughs) Yeah, but we just we like talking to you guys and getting your opinions on stuff. You're you're still going to get the opportunity to listen to us ramble yeah. for thirty to minutes yeah. to an hour about the show. But we would like to hear from you guys because we hear from some of you guys on Twitter and emails and stuff like that. But we we're sure that most of you have informed opinions about the show at this point.
1: And I love it. Any feedback is good feedback in my mind. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And we very, thank you very
0: much to everybody who tweeted at us or emailed us with your opinion. We really do appreciate it. It helps us figure out if our ideas have any merit or not. Sure. Okay. So what we thought we'd talk about, uh, this week is just some brief spoilers and maybe some ideas of what's going to happen in the second half of the season. And when I say spoilers, none of this is confirmed. These are just rumors that have been flying around the internets for a while. And that's pretty normal for mid season and between seasons for The Walking Dead. This is going to happen. I have it from a source. He was, <laughs> he was the boom holder on when they filmed the third episode of the second half of the season. So he knows. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. So I mean, here's a couple of things that we wanted to talk about, and just to see, kind of ramble on, chase some rabbit trails, and see yeah. if it would flesh out in a good way or not.
1: Right. So we have a list in front of us, and we'll basically just kind of rattle off those and talk about what we think about that. Or you know, is the cool thing about that is is maybe there's spoilers that don't exist, or you know, rumors that will never happen. But we could talk about you know what if, what yeah. if that happens, so it's good, so the first one Aaron and Eden,
0: Enid, excuse me, are with the ocean and what's gonna happen with them? A lot of people speculate whether they die, whether they survive, whether they convince the ocean to even join the cause and come back and fight the saviors, yeah. so we figured we'd just go, okay, what's gonna happen with Aaron and Enid,
1: yeah, so do you feel like we need or Okay, if you're asking about it. Also, side note, do you feel like we need the Uh Yeah.
0: At this point, I actually do because so many people died in the, those first few battles, right. especially the hilltop, yeah. decimated. decimated. Yeah. Alexandria, especially now after the saviors came and have burned down the community, and I don't know how many people they've killed. I mean, we know there's some still in the sewers, but a lot of people are not there anymore. And the numbers are dwindling. The savers still have a lot of people. They didn't lose very many with all those walkers that were surrounding the compound. Yeah.
1: They need a morale boost, too. Because I feel like they went in real strong, real confident that they were going to, you know, execute this great plan. Right. And it's fallen apart. Well, with Jadis and the trash people,
0: Rick had convinced them to come join. But, you know, that plan got blown out of the water with Daryl and Rosita and all them right. doing their dumbass planning, which didn't really work out. So, Daryl and Tara, your favorite. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I didn't want to say her name, but I figured you. I had to give her credit for her brilliant idea. <laughs> so, they, they need some people. And Aaron and Enid might be the ones to convince the Oceansiders. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not. Enid for being a female, could at least, you know, they, they'll talk to her. Um, but I don't know. I think that the Oceansiders would be a big morale boost for sure. Yeah. What if they killed Aaron on the spot? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be okay with that. Yeah. Aaron's one of the few Alexandria characters that I like. Yeah. And he just his husband. I don't know if they were
1: married. Boyfriend. His his partner was just killed, so it would be kind of. Yeah. And he has this whole new kind of like progression going on with this new baby that they found and stuff.
0: Right. And comic spoilers. It's him and Jesus
1: get together in the comics. So. trying to beat the Brit. <laughs> it's so uh, close. <laughs> so I'm it not sounds even... like Homer Simpson yeah. whenever he does it, <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like a Wookiee almost. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was great. Yep. So I, I don't think they'll kill Aaron off, but I don't, I don't know that I think the Oceansiders are going to join. I mean, because they right. had, they had all their guns taken already. Um, yeah. yeah. So it's like why would we help y'all? And what can Aaron and Enid honestly offer them? Like, hey, I promise you if you come join our fight, you're going to get your guns back.
1: They can't really promise <laughs> yeah. that. You get nothing extra. You just go back to your life.
0: Right. Y'all are fine where you are, right? The saviors don't know where you are. Um, if you come help us, we won't tell them.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, Which, you know, for everyone, the incentive is is you, you get to live without fear. with Without the fear of, of people, of the saviors. Sure. Always coming. I mean... And they they're already in terrible fear
0: of them because of what's happened in the past, right. you know. So
1: I don't know. And if anything, they may want revenge.
0: Yeah, I'm hoping that we Justice. do get get to see that storyline though, because it it is interesting. Um, yeah, Aaron and Enid are characters that I actually do kind of like. Yeah, me too. And the Oceansiders can throw a wrinkle in things one way or the other, so yep. it'd be nice to see. Yeah. Um, what's going on with that? All right, cool. the Scavengers is the next group we're going to talk about. They kind of. Betrayed... They, they, the Scavengers is the name of the Trash People. That's their official name that mm-hmm. we've learned from some interviews. We're not sure where they stand. They don't really stand anywhere. They take... They don't really get involved. But they've been convinced to get involved twice now. Three times, in fact, because they've changed sides more than once. So what's going to happen with them? Are we going to see any more of them? They like,
1: still kind of avoided being involved. They are really just there. Yeah. And then not there. So... So the question is, will they Will they die off?
0: Yeah, because th- th- do you think Rick's group would leave them alone? If if Rick's group win, will they leave them alone? If the saviors win, will they just let them out on their own? And Because the saviors have always tried to subjugate people, and they would try to get the scavengers to work for them. It would seem that they wouldn't just let right. them be out on their own. And Rick is at this point like, I can't trust you. Um, what, why on earth would I just leave this humongous threat at my doorstep knowing that you can't
1: be trusted, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. So, it's kind of tough because, like, in one hand, he'll be going against everything that Carl, uh, maybe dying or not dying, is trying to teach him, you know, with trusting people and having mercy on people and taking people in. But also, like, I really hope that Rick doesn't attempt to waste his time anymore on the scavengers.
0: I would hope so, too. I mean, surely he's learned his lesson at this point.
1: I so hope that there's no more exchanges where they're like, hey, if you help us, you'll get this thing. They're not going to help you. Like, they're out to help themselves. Right. And I mean, that's not really a bad
0: way to live in this time. Yeah.
1: And if they all of a sudden did start helping, then that wouldn't make sense to me.
0: No, it would be totally against everything that they've established. We don't get involved. All we want, we'll help you now because we know we're going to get something in return. But after the war is over and there's no possibility of reward, why would they help? Right. What they would do is they'd be like, oh, hey, you guys have something that we want. We're just going to come take it because that's what we do. We take. We don't help. We take. I don't know. I'm still... (laughs) I'm not even sure if I'm sold on that group as a whole. you know. And part of that is because of the comics. And I know we're talking more about the comics than we normally do, but it's a filler
1: episode. I think I know what you're going to talk about. What? Oh, you do? Her being the leader of the Whispers.
0: Maybe. Or the fact that if, if they tried to bring the scavengers and make them the Whisperers, I would feel
1: like that would just be a huge leap. It would, And they would also kind of take away from... The Whisperers.
0: Yeah, because The Whisperers is, is this thing that just mysteriously appears and is terrifying right. in its own right. And you're just like, what the hell? Oh, where did that, that come see, from? See,
1: like, that would feel really cheap yeah. if we had been seeing them, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah,
0: know. and they're forced to adapt all of a sudden into this new villain instead of, hey, this is what we've done from the start, and it works, and we have this to our advantage. In like, if Rick forced the scavengers to become the Whisperers, it would feel a little weird. But I, I'm not sure how I feel about the fact that they've even introduced this character in this group in the first place because they haven't really done anything. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. And she has the worst haircut and the way uh. they talk, you know, if they, if they introduce them just to be aggravating, they've done a great <laughs> job. Yes. They've done a great job. <laughs> so...
1: Is there any uh, groups that we can get super lazy with the writing? <laughs> oh, okay, here we go. I want to invent a, I want to invent a new language where you take yeah. out half the words. <laughs> it's and, like a Kevin in the office. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so here's you're, my You're spending more time
0: explaining what you're trying to say. My favorite Kevin when we can talk about this is the Big Mac. What you do is every day you buy a Big Mac and you take part of the Big Mac away. And then, at the end of the week, you can make a free Big Mac. (laughs) But all the Big Macs you're having up until Friday aren't really Big Macs.
1: Right.
0: (laughs) And who wants to keep bread and lettuce and meat for McDonald's for that long?
1: (laughs) Well, McDonald's will keep. You've seen the pictures of of the McDonald's on (laughs) on that... uh, that headboard or whatever, the mantle, and they just left it there for a year, and it stayed the same. <laughs> yeah, disgusting, hilarious. Disgusting.
0: Well, like the fries though, they'd be they get disgusting. Oh, yeah, you you can't reheat those fries. Oh it no, it just doesn't work out.
1: McDonald's fries are at their prime. Right, you know, five minutes after you leave. Right, you are, you ask after that like, five minute mark, then it's. It's going downhill. When you go in McDonald's, you're like, did you just make some fries?
0: No? Okay. Just wait until you make some and then yeah. bring me my fries. Yes. Because I don't want these. These they're mi-
1: bomb. You, they sprinkle the cocaine on them right. and you, you get them and you're super high and you live in that moment for three minutes and right. then you hate yourself. <laughs> you forget. are like, I need to go to rehab. <laughs> you instantly regret your, all of your life decisions. I'm checking in to rehab tonight. <laughs> <laughs> See,
0: when your child gets older, you're going to go to McDonald's more than you think you Yo- are. I'm okay with that, because maybe I already
1: need to go to rehab. <laughs> McDonald's will be my gateway. There you go. Well, when I was a
0: kid, the town that we lived in didn't have a McDonald's. It's one of the few towns in America, I swear, that didn't have a McDonald's. What? I know, it didn't have a McDonald's at all. What? So when we would go, I lived in Vermilion, South Dakota. They probably had a Dairy Queen. They sure as shit did. <laughs> Hell yeah!
1: Small ass town. That's where we. That's where
0: we in South Dakota, man. That's where we would go after like choir concerts and stuff. You'd run into everybody at the Dairy Queen. I'm getting a belt buster, right?
1: And a stick finger basket, fucking (laughs) fucking blizzard, and a belt buster we had a great night
0: so when we'd go to we'd have to go to other towns to go to malls because there's no mall there right and we'd always eat at mcdonald's so it's like <laughs> once every four or five months that uh, we'd get mcdonald's what it, a treat it was a treat it was, it was felt so special as a kid but now i've got three children who love mcdonald's and whenever like hey you get to pick dinner half the time they pick mcdonald's and i'm like you could pick anywhere right. if you wanted a steakhouse i would take you there i want nuggets I really want the. I want a ten piece. I'm like,
1: oh my god. So I used to. I used to get tricked into thinking that Walmart was a really great place because my dad (laughs) would call it Wally World. Oh my god. And so I thought it was some fucking theme park or some. We're going to Wally World. I was like, always like, oh, are you kidding me? And then it would like click in my mind and be like, fuck, it's just a grocery store. (laughs) if it's stuff, food and stuff,
0: food and stuff. (laughs) Okay, um, Maggie. Let's, let's <laughs> yeah. Let me redirect this ship. Let's talk about Maggie. Lauren Cohen has not signed a contract extension. What I know because in I think she's perfectly within her right, and if this has changed, maybe it's changed. Um She wants to be paid closer to what Norman Reedus and Andrew Lincoln oh, make. Yeah, she should be. So, um so they've already signed their contract extensions. So. We don't normally talk about real world economics mixing with the show, but if she doesn't sign a contract extension, what happens with Maggie's character? She's carrying Glenn's baby. She's the leader of the hilltop. You know, she's kind of an important character in the comic books because she's still alive. She's still a leader there. She's basically equal with Rick in the world now. Yeah. What what happens? Do you think they'd kill off Maggie while she's pregnant if she doesn't sign a contract? So I mean, she not even-
1: sign contract? Well, okay, for the next season. Right.
0: Even if... Okay, let's leave the contract part out of it. Is Maggie's character... Because she's kind of changing. She killed that one dude in cold blood, you know what I'm saying? And she's mm-hmm. preparing for war. Is Maggie a character that is on the chopping block? Or she reached the level of Rick and
1: Daryl and Carol where you can't kill her off? She should absolutely not be on the chopping block. Oh, okay. I think right now. I think... So, that was another thing I wanted to talk about is like what do we think what could happen that would kill the show? You know, sure. because I think the show's at like this weird tipping point like they're they're getting like a lot of hate with the Carl business and, you know, people really don't like Scott Gimple right well, he's, now. Right. He's gone. Right. He's they're gone. They're, they're, he's been but promoted. they're just mad and yeah. like people are done watching the show. People ugh. The amount of, like, Twitter comments I see where people are like, I'm done. I'm finally done. They drug me on long (laughs) enough. I hate that shit. I know you do. Just watch the show if you want to watch it. Don't if you don't. Yeah. But, so, what will kill it? Because, uh, you know? I don't know. For you and me,
0: and for the people that listen to our show, I don't know that anything could kill it. But... I think um, for us, we will keep watching as long as they make the show. I mean, yeah. I know I will. I, yeah. sa- I know I said, if Carl doesn't actually I die. I heard some really hard
1: uh, black right, and whites. Right,
0: right. And the more the rumors are flying, like Robert Kirkman saying, maybe Carl's not dead. <laughs> like, what the? <laughs> Ugh, you're killing me. Back up on this you, word. You're killing me. Um, I think Carl not dying would kill the show for a lot of people. Yeah. I think um, Daryl or Carol... Or Rick dying, maybe not Rick. Daryl or Carol, or would kill the show for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, th- those are the only ones that I think are kind of untouchable for, in the
1: fans' eyes. And now it's really tough because with Carl dying, then it almost like in in my mind, Rick's death would be like cheapened. Sure, to me, because like Rick dying, there was always this hope. Okay, well, cool. Rick dies. That's terrible. It'll be the biggest loss in the show's history. But Carl will take up the mantle. Right.
0: And I always had this romantic idea in my head that Rick would sacrifice himself to save Carl. Right. And wouldn't die like right away. But he'd be able to have kind of a moment with Carl and with Daryl and Carol and Morgan and uh, Maggie and everybody who was still left and be like, okay, I got you here. Uh, I I paid the price. I did everything that I needed to do to get y'all here. We've done this together, but now you can do it without handing me.
1: handing over of the
0: right. revolver. You can do it without me. I've ch- I've taught y'all. I've protected y'all long enough, and now you can go on yeah. without me. And I want you to. And with Carl not being there, it does feel a little a little cheapen for yeah. sure. Because who does he
1: have that exchange with? Daryl, like Daryl. I mean, Daryl's been Daryl's so back and guarantee. forth, like to me like they're a packaged deal yeah in a lot of ways like i feel like the episode that rick dies daryl's gonna die
0: <laughs> i yeah. don't know you I, know like
1: because i don't know how daryl carries on in that world
0: right and daryl has so long has been so lost lately he really has and you can see him going from one side to the other and just trying to figure out who he is and maybe we've talked about how carl's deck will death will affect Rick. I think it'll affect Daryl as well because we don't see them interact a ton, but seeing this kid that they've been fighting to protect and has been doing a lot together with, you know, that, that may galvanize him in a way that maybe we don't expect. And if that, if that is one of the side effects from Carl dying, I would be totally fine with that. Right. Because Daryl, the character that he is right now, they've done a good job of really portraying that he just is lost. Yeah. He doesn't know where he fits in in this world anymore. He doesn't know what this world is about anymore mm-hmm. and what what the future even holds. Which yeah. I've, the more I've looked back and thought about it, I appreciate about the Daryl character. And I'm hoping that. Right.
1: You know, it's interesting. I was thinking about it the other day is that uh, people are very up in arms about Carl and Carl dying mm-hmm. and that going against what's going on in the comic. But. There wasn't really an uprising whenever Andrea died in the show. That's a surprise, right? <laughs> it's a celebration. I know, but it went against everything. Yeah.
0: Well, when Andrea died, she hasn't. She wasn't the character that she is in the comics right now. I mean, but talk about shocking deaths that really piss people off. Spoilers, comic spoiler, 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 spoiler. Andrea dying in the comic really, really hurt some people, really made a lot of people angry. It made me angry. It even made Kirkman angry. He wrote a letter about it. He was like, I'm so sorry about this. I felt terrible about this ever since I came up with the idea. It's just, you know, sometimes when I'm thinking and storyboarding and playing the story, things happen, and when it came into my head, I had to stop, and I cried right then because I knew how deeply it would affect me, and it would affect everybody.
1: That's incredible to me. Like, people writing a story, completely fictional, but they're attached. Like, you can write in such a compelling way to make people attached to your characters.
0: Yeah. It's and awesome. Yeah, I agree. And when Andrea died in the comic, I'll admit, I was really upset. And, like, when I saw that she got bit, I was like, what? What? Because I don't ever read yeah. spoilers about the comic before I read the comic. Yeah. Because it just ruins things for me. And so it was a shock to me. And it really kind of caught me off guard. So they're doing, they're killing big characters in the comic and the show. So I don't, I don't know. Um, Carl's death, like we've said before, it's got to have some sort of meaning. It can't just be cheap. Yeah. It can't just be a, a passing by thing. And I think if they do it right and respect the character and respect what, like they said, this is going to be kind of like a moment. Where the whole world changes and everybody's affected by the death of Carl. Yeah. To do it right, I think it can be a really good thing.
1: Yeah. No, I think it, it has potential to be compelling and great storytelling. But they have... In my mind, they have such like an uphill battle to bring in the audience again and say, please trust us right. with where the story's going. We're not just... Flying by the seat of our pants, right. and you know, shooting words off, you know, into <laughs> into nowhere, right. and making up random stories. Like, what would make us feel that way is if Carl didn't die. Yeah, was, and that would that would that would make me feel like, well, you seemed so sure before, <laughs> right, right, and but I mean, we haven't
0: heard anything about reshoots or anything like that. I mean, yeah. right. No, uh, so yeah, I mean they've had the second half of the season shot for a while. So if he doesn't die, that means they've at least had it planned for a few months that he wouldn't die. But someone should have been like, whoa, 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 this is not a good idea. <laughs> let's let's eighty six. Yeah. Wh- wh- no, 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 that's not the best way to handle this situation. So yeah, I don't know, I don't know. I mean. Anything else you want to talk about? That was most of the rumors that, and just the storylines that we kind of wanted to touch yeah. on. Next week, you are going to go more in depth. We may have a special guest next week to talk special, about special to talk about all of what we think is going to happen in season eight. We've kind of touched on it before, but we're really going to go in depth um, about season eight and what we think is going to happen, yeah. what we hope happens, and even season nine because yeah. that's been um, that's been uh, confirmed that there's yeah. going to be a season nine. So.
1: And yeah, definitely. Thanks for sticking with us through this slower time, because it's always like I don't know. You run into that whenever you do a podcast on a show. You you hit these inevitable times where it's like uh, season break or mid season, and so we as podcasters are thinking of things to talk about, and sometimes it leads right up to when we're recording, where we're (laughs) like, shit, like what what are we we gonna say? (laughs) But you know, hopefully with Kind of how we're reformatting some of the show and yeah. what some of the future looks like for us, uh, these lulls won't be as yeah we'll, overwhelming.
0: We'll have a more. I mean, and in, in this time, too, you had a lot going on. I had a lot going on. Sure. So we were hoping Anytime to, you add kids. Right. When you add a human life to the equation, right. <laughs> things, think, get difficult. things get complicated. But but
1: that's, you know, I hope that that shows how dedicated we are to the podcast yeah. and and putting this out and that this isn't just a, a whimsical thing to us. We make time for this. Yeah, like, we, do. we have We have babies. Yours is asleep in another room. Mine's all the way back at home. But yeah. I want I want our kids seeing that, hey, when you have hobbies and things that you do, like do it with your full heart. Right. And be to the end degree. Yeah, to the end <laughs> <I'm> degree. <anti-grief. sorry. laughs> yeah. You, I mean, you had to say it, but it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: I'm sorry. Okay. In the meantime, though, there's some things that you can do for us if you haven't already. If you don't follow us on Twitter, it's super easy. You should. Um, our show Twitter is at FearInthCast. We each have personal Twitters as well. I'm at RealJDLee. I'm at VRTJason. We don't talk about this often. We do have a Patreon. We have not been good about updating things on that. Or even, I blame Jason. right? You should, because... Uh, it's, oh, wait.
1: It's, that's me. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm <laughs> saying. Uh, you should blame Jason. But... Uh, it's there. We're we are going to be better. That's part of what's going forward with our show is updating that, doing questions and blogs and special yeah. perks and stuff for the Patreon people. You don't have to give a lot to get all that, like one dollar you'll get most of that shit. But if you want to check it out, it's patreon dot com slash and always check out our website fearenthcast dot com. All right. All right. So see you next week where we get really into to what we think is going to happen in season eight. And, and special guest. Special uh, guest, hopefully. Uh, we're not going to spoil who it is, but you know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, then after that, it'll be back season eight. Um, we'll be in it and we'll be ready to see what happens with Carl. Until then,
1: fight the dead. Fear the nth cast.